0: Imagining is a gift. Sometimes imagining is hard because it means we have to let go of our assumptions, what we think we were really sure of to try to embrace something that's new and different than what we've planned before. So we come to this time of prayer seeking imagination. And we will sing the song, Lord, listen to your children praying as we lift our prayers to God, that God might send us love and power and grace. And then Pete Cathcart is going to lead us in some words of prayer. I invite you to be grounded right where you are and present for this very moment as we lift our prayers to God together.
1: Gracias.
2: Holy one what we think life should be like and what is reality are two very different things we wrestle with not seeing our plans come to fruition as we believe they would be we struggle with having to redo restart and reimagine the days ahead we want things neat and tidy and life is very 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 messy Help us see the joy in the simple things. Help us see the pattern of your love wherever we go. Show us where to begin again and again. Send your help, send your hope, send your peace. Blessed be the one who walks with us. Blessed be the one who carries us. Blessed be the one who loves always loves. Amen.
0: Good morning, friends. I didn't introduce myself the first time, but I am Sarah Ewing Merrill, and I'm the lead pastor here at Hope Gateway. And I'm happy to be bringing the message this morning. i grateful to Margaret, who started out our series, and Alan, who shared a message last week. And grateful to have this opportunity to share what thoughts and questions I have about what it means to reimagine today. So the frame for our series is, if we had building blocks for a new world, what what would we build? Currently we're dealing with the pandemics of COVID-19 and white supremacy and they are teaching us that what has been is not good enough. So if this is a sacred opportunity for us to reimagine ourselves and our communities, what what should we do? So that's what we're exploring today and in the past few weeks and for the next few weeks. So we're looking forward to that. So when I um, looked up the word reimagine um, as an image in Google, because Google finds everything for us, I found this image uh, that has lots of words that explain what it means to reimagine. So to reconstruct, to remake, to recycle, to rejuvenate. To Revamp, to redesign, to renovate, to rethink, to reuse, to recreate, to refurbish, to restore, to renew, remodel, redo, and re- revise. All of those things are ways of reimagining, and those are the challenge for us today and in this time that we are living through. A couple of weeks ago on um, June 28th, my friend and colleague, Jasper Peters, who's the pastor um, at Belong Church in Denver, Colorado, um, he and I met last August at a veteran church planters gathering in Chicago. And on June 28th, he was at a protest. Um, and he was walking home from his, um, from that protest to it, walking to his car after the protest and did this um, Facebook live um, video after sharing with, um, after talking with a police officer um, and he calls out the officer and he calls us all out as a society for having broken imagination. So I invite you to listen for a couple minutes to what it means to have a broken imagination today.
3: I asked him, If it was possible that for a hammer, every problem, if it might look like a nail, and if perhaps when you show up to a peaceful interaction in riot gear, perhaps that invites something else and he didn't seem to be able to to understand what I was suggesting. What I was really trying to suggest to him is that he and so many of us suffer from a broken imagination, from an inability to imagine something that's substantively different than what we have right now. I could go on a whole rant about how this is precisely what uh, Jesus is talking about when he uses the kingdom of God imagery. I'm not gonna do that right now. But what I'll say right now is communally, our imaginations are so terribly and disturbingly broken. We can't seem to imagine a scenario where people can gather and play music and lament and be frustrated and that it doesn't require a military presence, it doesn't require a helicopter flying around hours on end, shining its light on peacefully gathered people. We can't seem to imagine a way of holding uh, each other accountable or of inviting each other into, into significant ways of community that don't require weapons, that don't require a carceral state, that don't require us being, uh, relying on putting people in cages as a way of maintaining our way of life or maintaining our peace. I'm frustrated and I'm sad because our imaginations are broken and I want them to be so much better. I sincerely pray that we can imagine a better world than this one. Because we have to. What God? If, if we can't, if we can't have it, we have to at least imagine it. Imagine a world where it doesn't have to be this way, and and, and and human beings can acknowledge each other and engage with each other without there having to be this this false posturing of authority. As much as I'm complaining about our collectively broken imaginations, I also have to admit I don't know what it looks like, and I don't know precisely how to build it. I don't know how to make it happen in the course of time that I in which I want it to happen but I know that that something has to change so keep praying y'all grace and peace I'll see you
0: Jasper says so many of us suffer from a broken imagination an inability to imagine something that is substantively different than what we have right now. I think that's really true. Our communal imaginations are so terribly and disturbingly broken, we can't seem to imagine. He says, I'm frustrated and I'm sad because our imaginations are broken and I want them to be so much better. Don't you want them to be so much better, friends? We want our imaginations to be so much better than they are. We want to be able to think creatively and build something different than what has been before. But we struggle with that because our imaginations are broken. So how can we heal our imaginations? Well, I don't really know. But let's start with a story of Jesus that gives us some insights about imagination. The story comes from the Gospel of John in the first chapter. And I'm beginning in verse 43, but the story really begins in verse 35. With John baptist declaring that Jesus is the Lamb of God, kind of launching Jesus into ministry. And then he starts calling out disciples to follow him. And first he recruits Andrew, and then another disciple who's unnamed, and um, says to them, come and see. He says, come and see. And then Andrew recruits his brother, Peter, um, called Simon at the time. And then that's where we pick up this story. So I'm reading from the Common English Bible and the Gospel of John in the first chapter, beginning with verse 43. The next day, John, Jesus wanted to go to Galilee, and he found Philip. Jesus said to him, follow me. Philip was from Bethsaida, a home, the hometown of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, We have found the one Moses wrote about in the Law and the Prophets, Jesus, Joseph's son from Nazareth. Nathanael responded, Can anything from Nazareth be good? Can anything from Nazareth be good? Philip said, come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said about him, here is a genuine Israelite in whom there is no deceit. He's a truth teller, that Nathanael. Nathanael asked him, Jesus, how do you know me? Good question, right? Jesus answered, before Philip called you, I saw you under the fig tree. Nathanael replied, "Rabbi, you are God's son. You are the King of Israel. Clearly, something good comes from Nazareth." Jesus answered, "Do you believe because I told you that I saw? Believe that because I told you that I saw you under the fig tree. I tell you the truth. Before our journey is complete, you will see the heavens standing open while heavenly messengers ascend and descend, swirling." around the human one. Clearly, Jesus has a bigger imagination than Nathaniel, but Nathaniel's imagination and his assumptions have been changed because Philip said, come and see. Come and see. Can we imagine something different than our assumptions? Can we be open to what we might observe in the future that is different than our experiences of the past? Nathaniel couldn't imagine that anything could could come from Jesus' hometown. He had a lot of assumptions about Jesus' kinds of people. Jesus broke his assumptions in the first meeting and probably every day after that. The assumptions Nathaniel had about Jesus' identity and about his own identity kept him from imagining. So a question for us is what assumptions do you have? Do we have that keep us from imagining? One of the things that we have a lot of assumptions about is how we can be church together. We have years of practice, some of us. We have ways of being and doing that we've established, even in a community as young as Hope Gateway. But we are in a time of letting go. We aren't what we were, and we won't be going back to that. We are in the process of letting go of our identifying ourselves against and with the United Methodist Church. And that gives us an opportunity to recreate ourselves. And as we let go of all that we were doing before COVID, we have an opportunity to do something new. And we, when we acknowledge what hasn't been perfect, we take the opportunity to imagine, to really imagine a new way of relating to one another. So I have some questions for us to consider. And the answer to the questions is not necessarily no but the question is still worth pondering, okay? So I'm not saying these things knowing what the answer is to these questions, but sometimes you ask questions just to open your imagination, to consider letting go of the assumptions that we've had. Question number one, do we need a building? Does Hope Gateway need a building? Do we need a pastor? Can you be church without a pastor? I think so. I'm not leaving, don't worry. Do we need a denomination to be a part of? Do we need to sing to be church? I think the answer is no, but I really don't like that. I'm really not okay with that. I don't think it's a need. What are the things that you think we need to be church? And consider that maybe we, those aren't needs. Do we need X? Do we need Y? Do we need Z? Really? Did Jesus have them? If we leave, if we want to leave everything behind that holds us back, what do we need to let go of? I keep questioning, keep thinking. Back in April, I shared the words of Sonia Renee Taylor, who I had just come to know at the end of my sermon back in April. And these are wise words that have been grounding me over the past four months and like to share them. Again, some of them I left out of the end of my sermon, so I shared them in a different way. But I just want to make sure we have this. I've been thinking about these for a long time. She writes, we are being given an opportunity to stitch a new garment, one that fits all of humanity and nature. What we have been forced to leave behind, we needed to leave behind. What is getting us through is what we need to take forward. All the rest is up to us. Dream. While we have so much time, dream of the life you want. Dream of the world you desire to exist in. Look for the places in your new dreams that have parts of the old world and remove them. What is the dream then? From there, we can add to the collective weaving of whatever it is that is next. If we're gonna heal, let it be glorious. I don't know about you, but I need a positive frame for this time that we're living in and all the things that we're letting go, because it's hard. It's hard to be forced to let go of all that has been. So let's weave a new world, a new church, a new reality, because the old is passing away, and we have an opportunity to create what is yet to be. And to end, I'd like to share the words of Jasper Peters once again. I sincerely pray that we can imagine a better world than this one, because we have to, we have to at least imagine it. Imagine a world that doesn't have to be this way. Even if we don't know how to make it happen, something has to change. So let's keep praying and trying to imagine. May it be so friends, may it be so.
1: Ring of a... Life.